This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, a man who understands the power and draw of Buffalo Wild Wings, Ryan Nelson. Funny you mention that. <laughs> I ordered Buffalo Wild Wings the day after watching this show. You win, Miss Davis. Well, that's you right. win. That's right. No one can deny the irresistible power of Buffalo Wild Wings. What, no, it was really good, too. I'm sure it was. I haven't had Buffalo Wild Wings in a while. I need to go back. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the Peacock Limited Series, Mrs. Davis. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we will shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. doesn't matter if you're coming in as low as the 3 or as high as the $20 level. We will get you the show ad-free on the Patreon app. You also get some bonus episodes every once in a while. And one thing that we're doing for our patrons right now, we've already recorded our top 10 shows of 2023 so far. And that's going to be available for you guys as well as an early access because that's not going to be coming out till, uh, for another couple of weeks. So, uh, so lots of benefits. The other things that you get on there as well, besides just getting our show ad free. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five star rating, and if you have time, you can write us a review while you're there. We would really appreciate it if you did so. We're trying to get as many of those ratings as you can. Look, you don't have to even write us a review. We would love it if you did. Don't get me wrong. We would love for you to write us a review if you're on Apple, but uh, just scrolling down on your player and clicking that little five star helps us out a whole lot. If you would like to interact with the show, though, you can do so by sending us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any thoughts or any questions or any comments that you might have or any suggestions on things you might want us to cover. So we would love to hear those thoughts and anything else that you might have. So send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, so Mrs. Davis, it is a limited series. It is on Peacock. It is, this is from the mind of uh, Damon Lindelof and what's this co-creator? Is it Tara, Tara Hernandez? Hernandez? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, so and she did most of the writing. Okay, so, uh, but honestly, sad for her because she's when you have Damon Lindelof next to you, right. you get you get overshadowed. Yeah. That's just kind of the way yeah. it is. So, uh, but before we get into specifics, what are your general thoughts on Mrs. Davis? Well, shout out to the Buffalo Tots. That's what I ordered. Buffalo Wild Wings are really good, and this was really good as well. This show is absolutely insane. When that reveal, well, I should mention, there are three huge reveals uh, during this. uh, Three, but when that final reveal happened, I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, I know. And like, uh, I went back and watched uh, several episodes over, and there are little hints here and there of what's coming. And there's some, and like, I'm like, oh my God. 
every every reveal they have, you kind of see where they're going early on. Once you watch it again, right. you're, it's it's fantastic. There's no way anyone guessed this was going to be an AI about Buffalo Wild Yeah, there I'm, is no way. Uh, unless you're the only people that could guess that are people who negotiated that deal. Buffalo right. Wild that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just a bonker show. It is just it is. All over the place. I didn't really know what to expect when uh, I was getting ready to watch it because, like, the poster of it showed uh, Betty Gilpin's character, Simone. She's in her uh, nun habitat and she's on a horse. And, like, I was like, what in the world is this thing about? Because I, I had no clue what it was about coming into it. Right. I just heard that uh, it was getting a lot of, it was getting a lot of hubbub, getting a lot of praise when it first released. I was like, okay, well, I'll go check it out. And, like, the. I didn't really know, like, I was trying to think back when the first moment that I thought, okay, this is going to be weird, and this is going to be a little bit crazy. The first thing that I can remember was the car that had the giant magnifying glass on it. That was the first thing that made me think. With, oh, yeah, with, with the German, with the fake Germans. With the fake Germans, yeah, and that big, yeah. huge magnifying oh, glass. Oh, no, that was when no. Wally and his crew were saving them. Yeah, the, they were being chased by the Germans. You no, know, no, this wasn't the the big magnifying glass. Was actually when uh, they they Miss Davis sends that person to destroy like their entire jam crop or whatever it was that they were selling. Oh, and okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what uh, that was. Now the other thing you're thinking of because the second thing that made me think, okay, yeah, this is really weird, is the giant fishing net or butterfly net that they're chasing. That's what you're thinking yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what you're thinking of. But yeah, I was like, what in the world are they doing in this thing? But it, it only got weirder and crazier from there. It did. It was It was just wild, man. And I know a lot of people, there's no way they made it to this show. I, I can't imagine people thought, this is too much. I'm going to turn it off. But right. Like I said, when I thought a couple of the middle episodes like dragged on just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when you got to the end, they made sense. Yeah, it did. It really made sense. It made a whole lot of sense. Like, it was a British Knights commercial. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Did you ever own any British Knights? Just real quick. No, uh, no, I don't think so. No. I owned a pair when I was in seventh grade. There were some uh, British Knights was. They were trying their best to like yeah, hold on in in the shoe market for a while. And there was some called like Dimacell or something like that. That was like their big thing. Uh, and I owned a pair of those. And that was like the only pair of British Knights. And that, after that, and when they didn't take off quite as much as they'd hoped they would, they just, that was the yeah. end of British Knights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when I well, saw, me, go ahead. Uh, I was, no, I was going to say something else, but go on about British Knights. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I, when I saw British Knights, like we're, we're bringing British Knights, the the British Knights shoe into this, like where in the world are they going with it? Because you don't bring that shoe onto the show without a, a, no, a reason. That was wild, man. That was wild. And then also, I want to say, I went to Catholic school. No, no nun looked like Betty Gilpin, <laughs> but you know they had her anger. Yeah, they did. and they had her tenacity. Those nuns were mean as hell, <laughs> and they were tenacious like hers. All right, so let's get before we get into specifics. Look, Damon Lindelof, whenever he makes a show, he's always got something to say. Yeah. Uh, and Tara Hernandez is very specific when they started creating this because they were bringing in, obviously, a lot of things that they were going to be saying about the Catholic Church specifically and really more generally about religion as well. But you, like I said, you were brought up and raised uh, in the Catholic Church. What do you think he's saying with it? What do you think they're saying with this? Because it's not, I, I didn't think they were being like critical. 
I don't think they were being critical at all. Uh, but because just, I just don't know what they're trying to say. I'm not exactly sure why they brought Catholicism, in, Catholicism especially. I think they liked the idea of a nun because I thought I think they thought that was cool. But I, you know, I listened to a podcast with with the creators. They actually had a bunch of writers from all kinds of religion to make sure that they kept to scripture and, and had different like diversity right. and different thoughts on here and like different like uh, takes on religion. But I, to me, it, it didn't make fun of religion. Like you would no, have thought this is to me, it was talking about, you know, having faith and like being selfless. And like, I, I yeah, I'm kind of confused on like the Pope aspect of it and that kind of stuff. But I, thought that was kind of like to show there was an issue between i'm just gonna say it him and jesus christ <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. and, I, and i thought the way they handled jesus and mary was was well done yeah look at i that. like how i like how jesus was kind of in this almost purgatory type place yeah or i don't, I don't even know what you call it but like i don't I, I i know i'm not explaining it well but i thought they handled you know religion overall is pretty well right. because like if you're being honest like and and I, I struggle with my faith all the time oh, yeah. still, mm-hmm. you know, especially with all the grifting religious people and the issues in the Catholic Church, you know, right. like, uh, so I, I thought this made me have a little faith that like, to me, they were, it was almost making you wonder too, if they're thinking like, we need to get off the phones and maybe go back to church. Well, maybe. I, what could, I, there's so many ways you could look at things. Yeah. I think what they were really, I think the general big picture is. The reason why they're bringing the Catholic Church into this is because it's. I think it's really all about what do you place your faith in? I think that's kind of the big yeah. question they're asking because, uh, you know, the church for so long has been a thing that many people have put their their faith in. But now mm-hmm. religion, look, you can, there's tons of surveys and there's a bunch of uh, religious, uh, a bunch of religious researchers that I study, that I follow on uh, Twitter and stuff. They put out a lot of statistics and things like this. I mean, there's no question about it that religion in our society plays a much smaller part in everyone's day-to-day lives than it once did and i think that's one of the things that they're kind of you know but people are still putting their faith in other things just because they may not be right. putting it in, in religion they're putting in other things they're putting in technology they're putting in politics and that's where mm-hmm. that's really where a lot of it's going today is in politics that's which is sad, sad. Yes. uh but uh and that's kind of what i think they're exploring with this is yeah. you know a lot of people are a lot of people in this show have put their faith in this ai called mrs davis and i think that's kind of one the big i think that's the big picture thing that they're kind of exploring throughout the course of this and just how you know it can be manipulated one of the things that surprised me when we were watching the show because when i saw, I saw the premise they said you know uh billy gilpin's character simone is trying to like get rid of this ai called mrs davis i was like yeah. oh, so mrs davis is going to be the big bad evil ai she's really not i mean no she's really not because we really you know she cured famine and stopped all wars right and we really don't know all she's doing Right. We don't get a full backstory on, no, we don't. on her besides the Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> but we don't know how she stopped war and that kind of stuff. So we really don't know. You know, um, but like like you said, she's not really a bad guy. Um for so you know, she's the, everyone, you know, is looking for their parents' approval. Right. And Miss Davis is a, is not alone on right. that. She's not alone Jesus on that. was looking for that. 
You know, yeah. that's what they're talking about. Every every main character from the show is looking for approval from someone. Yeah, everyone everyone is. Everyone's looking for for, for uh, approval from their parents from from somebody in general. Uh, but one of the things I also thought that was interesting when I was watching this is. Uh, you know, because I thought she would be the villain just because, you know, I've seen Terminator, I've seen Terminator yeah. 2, I've seen oh, all yeah. the Terminator movies, so I figured, you know, artificial intelligence. Westworld. Westworld. It's, you know, this is, you know, the robots are evil, that's where they're going to go down, that's the road they're going to go down, and to their credit, that would have been the easy road to go down, and they, oh, didn't, yeah. and they didn't do it. There's honestly, I mean, maybe, I can't even pronounce his name, Tom Loschia, the guy who was in... Father Hans Ziegler. Yeah, uh, he was in... Uh, Game of, Thrones, Game of Thrones. Like I said, he's also in uh, the last, the most recent season of Stranger Things. Yeah, and he's probably the closest thing to a villain in this. I was gonna say, yeah, he probably he probably is. Yeah, I think they were trying to tell us too that you know AI can be helpful, and it may help a lot of stuff in this world, but it doesn't get. It, it, you know, we still need humans, right? And we still need like us loving each other to make it this world work right oh yeah i think that's very much the case i think that is something they're definitely trying to portray and buffalo wild wings. and buffalo wild wings. yes <laughs> buffalo wild wings, so uh all right so i'll tell you what let's take a well, actually let's, before we take a quick break uh all right so i've not talked to anybody i don't know anybody else besides the two of us that have watched this show but have you t- uh, you know anybody else that's watched it no i, I do not all right so let's just kind of speculate real quick what do you think the reception to how Jesus is portrayed in this? It matters your faith, what kind of religion yeah. you are. If you are a devout Southern Baptist type, you're going to hate it. Right. Oh, yeah. There are some Catholics that are not going to like it. Right. I think for the most part, you should like this. I thought they were very sensitive. I thought, because all it was about Jesus loves everyone. That's his whole part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it basically is. I mean, it was shocking. Like, when they revealed there at the end of episode two, when she calls Jay Jesus, like, wait a minute, like, Jesus, Jesus, not like Jesus. I, I mean, I'm like, yeah. this is where we're going with this? And it's just such an odd premise. Look, uh, I've been a Southern Baptist for most of my life. Uh, we're getting ready to leave that uh, denomination behind. We're looking out for, for to join something else. But you're right. That, like, when you said something, it's like, yeah, I'm sure, like, any of the people that I grew up with or people that I once went to church with, they would hate this because they would hate this portrayal of it. Uh, and I would understand why they would think that. I would under- I would kind of understand, I would kind of get that. But it's like you said, the what Jesus actually is and what he's supposed to represent, he says, you know, his the reason he got up on that cross to begin was because he said he wanted to, because he loved everyone. I mean, that's, right. and they actually go into that. And that's one of the things that they discuss. And it's, like I said, it's a weird way to go about portraying him. It's a weird way to show prayer because that's what's happening with her every time she, every time that I didn't even. That blew my mind. It really did. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, she's praying and that's how these people are getting here yeah and that's how the people are getting there well, mm-hmm. yeah you have if you are open-minded and you make it all the way through i think you will you will really appreciate the way they were very delicate they handled religion very well including the jesus part if but you have got to be open-minded oh, yeah. and you got to yeah. make it all the way through oh yeah you definitely have to make it all the way through if you don't so here's here's the question for you would you would you recommend this to people oh absolutely i mean i would 
I would obviously be selective in who I recommended it to, but okay, that's what I was going to yeah, say. I, yeah. But I would definitely recommend it to to, to people. Uh, but like I said, I would be highly, highly selective in who I was actually recommending it to. But yes, I would recommend it. Yeah, I would recommend it to, like you mentioned, to select people. But I would warn them: this is weird. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to give that. You, gotta give that you need to pay it. It's weird. You need to pay attention, mm-hmm. and then you need to watch it all the way through. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. It's 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 just really good, and you'll it's well worth it if you get yeah, through the end. I, I agree, but you've got to get through the end. So, all right, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to discuss some more specific stuff about it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's kind of let's kind of discuss each character uh, here real quick. So, obviously, we need to talk about Betty Gilpin. She is the star of this show. I I've never, at least, I'm not aware of anything. I've, I did not see Glow on on Netflix. Uh, I know you saw her in that. I can't think yeah. of anything else that I would have seen her in. But so this was my first real experience with her. But she was just an absolute delight. She was fantastic, like incredible, uh, just performance and like just the anger of her towards uh, Mrs. Davis, which come to find out she really had no reason to be, right. but she mm. thought she did. And her reaction of the reveal of the Buffalo Wild Wings, just you could see the steam coming out of her ears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was she was so angry. She actually worked with Damon Lindelof again uh, earlier in a movie called The Hunt. Okay. That came out in 2020 that people boycotted because it's about elites killing uh what what did Hillary call Trump supporters uh, uh deplorables. deplorables yeah. Mm-hmm. If you watch the movie like this it is nothing what you're expecting and you will actually enjoy it. I, it's on Peacock. I would highly recommend it The Hunt. I actually watched it after watching this. Okay. I'm saying I've just heard of it. She's yeah, she's just fantastic. Uh, just just a really great actress. Actually, should be much more famous than she is. I think this is going to be a huge role for her because she really leads this and she she can handle it all. Yeah, she really can. She's just absolutely fantastic in this. I was really impressed by her. Like I said, I, I wasn't real familiar with her coming into this, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what else, what she does going yeah. from here. Obviously, like there's not going to be a second season. This is, this was a limited series, and obviously, I once, hope there's not. Don't break this. Back. Yeah, the, you you did it. You did it perfectly. Just go ahead and walk away with it. Don't yeah. and look, Damon Lindelof. He, he's good about that. He's not going to... Right. Uh, yeah, I think he learned from Lost uh, when he basically kept dragging that out and kept dragging it out and uh, not really closing things off. So I think he's I think he's learned his lesson. And I don't think, you know, if he tells... If he's got a one-season story and that's all it is, I mean, he did that with, with Watchmen. And there's a lot of people who would love for them to bring that back. But, it, you know, and HBO may eventually do that with Watchmen, but he's not going to be part of it. I mean, he's already right. said that. So, uh, I, I think they'll do that with this. But yeah, Betty Gilpin as Simone uh, is just fantastic. I'm, like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing what she goes on and does next. So let's go ahead and talk about her parents next because her parents are so central to oh, her man. motivation yeah. and everything else. And her parents are played by Elizabeth Marvel, who plays Celeste, and David Arquette. Uh, what is David Arquette's name? Uh, Monty. Uh, his da- uh, her dad's name is Monty. Uh, 
Real quick, what were your general thoughts on the parents and the, how they interacted with her? I thought they were fantastic. I'm always happy to see David Arquette in oh, yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just fantastic. Elizabeth Marvel's been a lot of stuff, yes, too. Yes, she mm-hmm. uh, House of Cards, I guess the, she had a pretty big part on that. But she was really good because she did such a good job of playing that just disapproving mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, she was just convinced Monty was alive. And that whole storyline was good. She hated Wiley, so that was kind of fun. Right. Uh, you know, she was she was really, really good. I, I, I really liked her, and I like how they ended it with her as well. Because a lot of it was, you know, and the... The great Margot Martindale, who has the great scene at the end with 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 uh, Celeste, is like, and with Simone is like, she just wants your forgiveness and she wants your approval. You know, right. you two just work it out, and I, <laughs> I like that. And 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 you see that they do at the end. Did, and, that's, yeah. uh, and I really liked when Celeste was uh, was was reading for Miss Marvel. I mean, excuse me, Miss Davis at yeah. the end. I, I thought that really added to the to that scene. Oh, yeah, it really did. I mean, it, it added a lot because she couldn't tell if it was her mom talking or if it was Miss Davis talking to her. So that was yeah. that was a really nice touch that they added there at the end. Uh, one of the things I did struggle with, I, so basically at the end they reveal that, yes, she was correct, that yes, Monty did end up faking his death. So Correct me if I'm wrong. So basically, he just decided never to come out of the piano. That's what he decided. Yes, yeah, something happened where he, for some reason, decided not to come out of the piano and starved to death. That was like that was just. Well, the, no, but I thought they mentioned he had a heart attack or something. Okay, maybe I can't. I can't remember. So, like I said, I, I was having a hard time with that part. Yeah, part I think of it right they there. mentioned that he had a heart. They think he may have had a heart attack. Okay, okay. I'll, something I'll, happened. He was going to jump out. Right. Something, and he was, and he's sitting there. And something happened. Yeah, he was going to jump but out, no, but, but no he, one knew he was in there. But right, mistakes. But so when, that's why he they was never found because he he probably had a heart attack like at the at the 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 his funeral. funeral right. Yeah, yeah so, so one, he probably wasn't sticking that. Yeah, the, well, and that's one of the things that she the reason he doesn't end up jumping out is because he thought he had surprised everyone. He thought he had fooled everyone, right. and when he realized that he did not fooled. He had not fooled Celeste. That's when he decided to stay in the piano. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I couldn't really figure out. I was like, so he just never got out at that point? And like, I struggled with that. I, I'm, I may have missed the – I swear I heard a heart attack. And you may be correct. Like I said, that was the part I just didn't really understand. That was the only thing I, that just kind of threw me for a loop throughout the course of this. I may, I need to go back and watch it again. I just haven't gotten around to it. So, uh, But, yeah, the parents are great. They – I mean, just – it's like you said. I mean, she is just so – disapproving of everything that Simone is doing. She's so disapproving of everything that Monty's doing. And a lot of it is just because, you know, and they deal, they talk about this. And this is kind of what Miss Davis does because she feel because Celeste feels so much guilt for basically causing the injury to her daughter. She wants right. to basically put, do as much as she can to put the blame on her instead of on, Celeste putting the blame on Simone instead of putting it on herself where it should have been all along. Uh, right. And that's and that's just kind of what. Well, yeah, I was going to say too. One more thing, uh, I love how you know the early on we see how much Simone hates magicians. Yes, she said, you know, they're worse than con artists. They're <laughs> magicians, and then we immediately find out why her parents were magicians. Yes, her parents were magicians. Yes, I right. thought that that was another reveal that was very funny. Yeah, well, it was really funny. I actually forgot about that very opening scene. Uh, all right, so let's talk about Jake McDorman. He plays Wally. Um, he's really good in this. One of the things I like about this is like towards the end when he really when he says at some point. 
I'm not the love interest, but then he realizes that he actually yeah. is the love interest. He's not the hero. Uh, but his basically, his entire character arc basically is revolving around the fact that he was given wings by Mrs. Davis. Uh, and once you get those wings, you're given an expiration date and you have to go eventually and turn yourself in. And, and the thought is that you're going to be killed at that point. But we also yeah. we find out later on that that's not actually what ends up happening. But uh, but this is what's driving him to do a lot of crazy, reckless stuff throughout the course of this episode, but the course yeah. of this season. And he's just really fantastic in this. He was a fantastic character. A guy who's been around for a long time. Yes, he I think he's a kid actor. And almost had his moments because he was the star of the Limitless TV yeah. show uh-huh. that looked like it was going to be a big hit and it just didn't happen. But he's fantastic in this. I mean, it really feels like a breakout. And uh, I heard him on a uh, podcast because I was going back and doing some research. And he was like, yeah, I kept the mustache and hair. And I'm like, you damn right. You did. You look cool <laughs> you as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I could roll that like, hair and that mustache. I, know. I was like, my God, of course you did. And uh, like, he was really funny. Also, you know, like you said, you felt bad for him, especially when you find out like they he had faked they had faked his junior uh championship yes. uh, bull riding <laughs> also you know he had never gotten uh gotten over lizzie slash simone right. come to find out you know the reason she meets jesus is because of him right because of him you know she's praying for him so that was great and i loved his his reveal of you know not no one dies with miss davis i thought was fantastic and especially the scene where he finds out the horse is alive right. and he just goes, <laughs> oh, I knew it. Yeah. Uh, he was also really good uh, when they have the, when they, uh, when they go to meet Arthur Schrodinger uh-huh. and he's doing comment commentary on what he thinks is real and right. not. And really, uh, Simone is doing Simone's a lot doing of it too. too yeah. it's, it's it's really funny. He was a fantastic character. I can't wait to see what he does after this. Yeah, he was great. And like I said, what you mentioned there at the end when they when they put him on basically what's that giant roller coaster ride that's supposed to like yeah. carry him to his death, and you see him come back. What were, did you think he was actually going to die when uh, you were watching this? You know, at first I didn't, but then I thought, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought that, you know, he was so convinced that he wasn't. It's like, they are going to kill yeah. him. I was like, he, yeah. he actually is going to die because he is so convinced that he wasn't going to die. I was like, I'm afraid he's actually going, they're going to kill him in this. But but it also would have made sense. I mean, the whole idea, I mean, that I can't imagine that people would have actually, like, basically worshipped this AI if it was actually sending people to right. their death. And it ends up not. Um, that's kind of what the whole point is. It's just... At least I, I think that's what the whole point is. You know, after they have this moment, they get sent out to go help and be better people. It's, along well, it's up. making it's making people realize, especially him, that he he his his life had meaning and he was worth something. Because right. that was his whole thing. He oh, yeah. felt, he never felt like he had any worth. Yeah, it was, it was his whole thing, and he, that's what he the lady I can't remember who plays the lady uh, who talked to him there at the end, but that's what she tells me. You know, your life does have worth; it does have meaning, and it's, it's basically what he needed to know throughout the course of the entire thing so uh one of my favorite characters in the entire show chris diamantopoulos i can't ever pronounce his name yes jq jq man like i don't believe the man ever not showed his did never there was a moment where his his chest was not showing at any point uh just absolutely hysterical i like i said i've seen this guy in australia the guy's american Oh, is he really? Oh, wow, he's doing yeah, great. They, so, so when he was, I, I listened to the uh, podcast too when they were talking about casting this. They had him in. They were like, 
man, he's so great. Wonder if he could do accents. The guy does uh, nothing but accents on cartoons. Like, can you do Australian? He immediately did that accent. They're like, yes, do that when we do the show. And he was fantastic. I love the uh, the constipator. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the thing of the Star Wars. Oh man. And it just didn't yeah, work his, at all. His yeah. whole backstory, the uh, plan a uh, heist, plan a uh, heist. Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was just absolutely wonderful. I mean, you know, that man probably worked his tail off to get his body as good a shape as it was. Real. Yeah, yeah he, I love the scene of him and Wally where they they make each other strip down, right. and then they admire each other's bodies. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, it was just absolutely fantastic. I, like I said, I absolutely loved him in this. He was one of the best parts of it. Uh, yeah, he, he was. He was making me laugh almost every time that he comes on. Uh, just absolutely fantastic stuff from him. Uh, last couple people we want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, Katja Herbers, I always mispronounce her name, uh, and Tom Lush, uh, I can't pronounce it, Father Hans Ziegler, uh, like yeah. the guy from Game of Thrones and, and Stranger Things. They're the ones who are basically hunting down the Grail because that's it's the kind of the whole plot of this thing is the the, yeah. the search for the Holy Grail. And they're going through, and they're trying to they're trying to track it down because they're part of the society that believes that the Grail has to be shown to one percent of the world throughout the course of the thing. That's why the entire commercial gets made in the first place. And like, right? I, I do have questions about Katja's plan here. Matilda, her character's name is Matilda uh, Lafleur. Yeah. Do you really think this really incredibly violent commercial is going to actually get shown on television anywhere? I mean, have we really thought that about that? Was- that's that was so crazy man that it really was, was so crazy uh yeah i love and i love her her back and forth with her daughter clara yes. that was that was really good because she was just awful awful to her oh yeah she was she was i always got confused because the the actress catcher herbers plays matilde the floor and the actress who plays uh clara is named matilde uh olivier so i was like really great oh confused. yeah that is very confusing yeah. yes it's really confusing so but nevertheless uh but yeah she's great in this she's she's done what uh, if you haven't seen catch a herbers or anything she's in westworld for season two uh she also is in the cbs well actually it's a paramount plus show uh the paramount plus show uh oh crap what's the name of that show i've watched it i can't think of it um it's about faith it's about uh i'm it up now i can't remember what's the name of that show I don't know, it's really good while well, you pull it up uh but She's a very talented actress. She has she kind of come on late. She didn't. She hasn't really been in the spotlight that much until recently. Uh, but uh, I'm trying to upload. No. Oh, I didn't know. She evil. Was, evil. 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 That's the one I'm thinking of. It's evil. That I'm thinking. Of. I didn't know she was an upload. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. But she's like I said. She hasn't been in the spotlight much until recently, and she's it's just taken her a while to kind of find her her stride. But she's really talented. She's really good. Yeah, I was going to shout out two more people. Uh, Annie McQueen as Jay slash Jesus. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, uh, well, we talked yeah. about him a little bit, so I didn't want to go back into it. But yes, yeah, Annie McQueen he, is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. And we know him from, he was the brother in Station Eleven. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. And he was also the villain in this last season of Outer Banks, or one of the villains. I haven't gotten around about the most recent Outer Banks. I need to watch oh, it. So, man, yeah. We need to do that. I, I, we I got a lot of about that, that ending. Yeah, I got yeah. to get caught yeah. up. And then also uh, the great Margot Martindale as Mother Superior, one of our best actresses oh, yeah. out there, especially a character actor. Anytime she was on the screen, it was fantastic. And they brought her in like the first episode, the last episode, right. and one in between, like just. Anytime she's on screen, it's it's just a delight. 
Yeah, it really is. Like I said, this it was great performances all around. It was just wonderful stuff. They brought in, they had this knack of bringing in a few characters, for, a few actors for just a couple of, uh, an, an episode or two. They kind of did this with, they basically did that with uh, Ben Chaplin, who played Arthur Schrodinger. Yeah, um, he was really good, too. I liked his part. Yeah, he was really good. Because I had no clue what that was going with. Yeah, I didn't either. Like, when they when they first brought him on, I just thought that was just kind of how they were introducing the show. But when they go back to him on the island, I was like, oh, yeah. we're going back to this guy. Then we find out exactly why they're going back to him. So, uh, like, it's just a really well done and really well executed show from, from top to bottom. So, all right, shall we do some awards? Let's do it. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a television show or a movie, we always do six awards based on the six characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, the star of the show. This is pretty obvious, but nevertheless, go ahead and tell us who your Rachel is. Yeah, it's got to be Betty Gilpin of Simone. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's her. She is, she is the star of this thing. She is the... She's the reason why the show works as well as it does. There's a lot of people, but she's kind of at the top of the list. So Yeah, I thought about putting Wally, but honestly, Wally could be almost in every category as well. Yeah, he really could. You're, you're correct about that. So, speaking of every category, Joey, who's your Joey? I did not put Wally here. Okay. I put uh, David Arquette. I put uh, Andy McQueen as Jay. I put uh, Mother Superior, Margaret Martindale, and Elizabeth Marvel as Celeste, because those were the four characters I was just ho- so happy to see them when they joined the show. All right, this is where I did put Jake McDormand. I put him a while here. I, I like seeing him here. I just like seeing him. He was always fun to be around. He was he a fun was character. Fantastic. Just an absolute delight every time he was on screen. The Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. Who's your Chandler? Well, I've got who you are going to pick. I've got JQ. <laughs> yeah, I got JQ. And, well. and then I put Wally here because I okay. thought he was. I thought he was really funny too, and especially the stuff with him and JQ. Yeah. Because uh, like also one of the funniest scenes when he knew that when Wally realized JQ was walking into a trap that they were so stupid that they wouldn't see it. Like right. those scenes and like and even when they talked about the stuff afterwards. It, Anytime those two talk, I just laughed a lot. Yeah, it, they, they were great. I, I loved it as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, Chris, I, I'm a, I feel like I'm mispronouncing his name. Diamantopoulos, I guess is how you pronounce it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll go with that. Why can't we just have Tom Cruise? Like, names like that. Why uh, don't we have uh, names like that nowadays? Uh, instead, they just make me kind of fumble over their names nowadays. But uh, yeah, JQ, he was definitely my, my, my channel. He's the one who made me laugh quite a bit. So, All right, your Phoebe, your oddball of the bunch. I went with a Father Hans Ziegler. Okay. Uh, I, I'm good with that. I, this is where I actually put Annie McQueen as Jay or Jesus, or whatever you want to call him, just because yeah. that's just the oddest portrayal of Jesus I have ever seen in a television or movie. Absolutely <laughs> fair to put him there. So that's where I ended up putting uh, uh, Annie McQueen. All right, your Monica. Who is your Monica? Just a character who kind of helps drive the story forward. Who's your Monica? I went with Miss Davis. Okay, that's an interesting one. I, it's... Miss Davis is the interesting one just because like it's named after her, but she's she has no character, she has no actors right. except for the people who like have to sub in for her. And it's just a kind of an interesting thing. But yeah, I, I like that pick. That's a really good pick. Yeah. Uh I this is where I put David Arquette and uh what's her name? Uh the mother. Uh, uh Elizabeth Marvel. Thank you, Elizabeth Marvel. This is where I put those two in just because uh, they were so central to what Simone everything that was yeah. uh so important in Simone's life, that's the reason I put them here. So all right, you're Ross, your least favorite character. Who'd you go with? AI in general, because it scares me. 
Uh, this is where I put Katja Herbers. Uh, I put her character here. Uh, yeah, I, you probably should put her, but AI still scares me. Yeah, I don't blame you, but yeah, I put Katja Herbers here. Uh, it's not because she's bad at her role; she's just really, really good no, as being this. Just she was really good. Yeah, she was just a really good, awful mother. So, <laughs> all right, rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. We have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a Succession. It's our new standard for the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, underneath a Succession is a Lost. Beneath Lost and Middle of the Road Force is Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House. And Bottom of the Barrel Force is Baywatch. What are you rating Mrs. Davis as? I'm going to go with Succession because, man, this is just almost mind-blowing. And the and I, I can't believe they pulled this off. I cannot yeah. believe it. Yeah, uh, look, it's very much it's very much a succession for me. I, I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun from top to finish. I thought it was just absolutely fantastic. I loved it. It was, like I said, just absolutely wonderful in terms. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's weird, but it's not so weird that it just takes me out of it like i said there you can go weird and, and it's also yeah. weird with the purpose like i said there's been some other things right, i've watched right right there have been things i've watched that it just seems to be weird for weird sake and I, I have a legion. hard time with this yeah <laughs> well, i i like legion i thought legion was good but uh uh but yeah well, white noise that was the one that i thought was just yeah, a, yeah, a weird yeah. one so yeah. uh but you it, know what else it came out at the perfect time with the chat gtp stuff going yeah, on it really did. with the fear of ai on the writer strikes we hear about ai it seems like every day it could not have come out at a better time yeah no, at least, uh, you know you get lucky with that stuff because you can't predict that happening so i mean you, I know. you just kind of get lucky with that so all right uh anything else you want to say before we get to our recommendations uh, no, no I, I think it's fantastic. And if anyone has recommended this, I want to hear how you did it. Thank you. Yeah, true. <laughs> I would be the same way. So, all right. So, let's do some recommendations real quick. Uh, we yeah. like to recommend things for our listeners every week when we are covering one of our shows. What you got this week? So, I started watching the Smartless uh, podcast documentary that's on Max. Okay. The, it's the podcast with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, and they decided to take it live on the road. And Sam Jones, a great documentarian, has followed them along. I okay. think it's four episodes, and the first episode is absolutely hilarious. And just their banter, like Will Arnett makes fun of Jason Bateman pretty much the whole time. <laughs> Jason Bateman is really weird, and Sean Hayes laughs a lot. So it is really just a delight to watch so i would recommend it uh i mentioned it earlier the hunt starring betty gilpin is on peacock it is nothing like they made it look uh on the and uh hillary swank is also in this okay she's the she's the villain okay so uh it is it is fantastic i would recommend that uh i think you should leave with tim robinson is out on netflix i can't recommend this show enough it is wild it is funny and you have seen every gif from the show so <laughs> uh and then also i think i mentioned this in another podcast but i'll mention again perry mason the second season matthew reese uh it just got canceled but uh, maybe if we all start watching it uh if you haven't already maybe, maybe someone else will take yeah. it so perry mason i i thought thought the first season was kind of slow but i still right, liked it because i love jay i love uh matthew reese but i thought the second season was fantastic all right, I've got uh, three as well. Two you've already recommended, so I want to double down on them. Uh, the first one is Jury Duty. I, I got around to watching it, and it's just fantastic. Uh, yeah. If you saw it on Freebie, 
Go back to Amazon because it's on Amazon now. It's, it's commercial free, but go back to Amazon, pull it up on Amazon and go to the end of it because it has audio commentary with uh, some of the people that were in there and along with James Marsden and uh, Ronald, uh, the guy who is the, the regular person, the person who's unaware that this is all fake going on around him. Uh, it's like I said, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen that with the commentary, definitely go back and watch it. It is absolutely fantastic. Just a really inventive, fun show. Uh, like I said, and when you get into those commentaries, they really go into just, you know, how difficult it was to make this because there's so much that you has to, you know, they try to push him in certain directions, but they have to have, they have to have scenarios in which he doesn't go the way that they want him to. So they kind of got to plan for that. Uh, there's one scene, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but I was eating supper one night, uh, I was eating some Chick-fil-A and there's one scene that almost made me bring my, my supper back up. I don't know if you can remember which one it is. Yes. It's towards the end of the, uh, it's in, in, in a hotel. Yes. That would be the one. Yes, yes. My Chick-fil-A almost became visible again after watching oh, that. My goodness. Uh, but it's like I said, it is a really good, really fun show. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, James Marsden, you know, kills it as this like, just uh so hyped up insane version yeah of, of himself so it's just really good uh next is air uh it's on amazon as well oh, yeah uh, it's a good film it's not like it's not my favorite film it's 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 just not going to be but it's just a really solid film this is the type of film when like like when i was in college or maybe right out of college when you know me and my friends didn't have anything we were just trying to find something to do like because this came out in march like so this would have been like what's a movie we can go watch we haven't seen a probably hadn't seen a movie in a while because march wasn't a huge uh, movie month back then you know this popping up this would have been that type of movie that we would have gone and seen like oh yeah yeah, that's, that's a really good solid uh good solid movie it's also the type of movie that i fear for in the future uh just because let's just be real honest with you i saw this in amazon i saw this on amazon on my home television i don't think i lost anything by seeing it on tv and not seeing it in the movie theater uh yeah 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 i think that's fair so like i said this is the one that this is the type of film that i worry about that is going to struggle to get made from this point on it's it's really like it did well for what it is uh like i said it, it went up against i can't remember what it went up against maybe uh, the dungeon and dragons movie or something like that but it did well enough uh but it's it's basically for adults it's you know it's very much made for people our age and it, it's a good it's a good solid hour and 45 minutes uh, and it works really well so yeah my last one the Way of Water finally did come to streaming. It came to both Disney Plus yeah, and Max. I need, I need to watch that. Uh, look, I think both of you and I have always said this. We thought the first one was good. Uh, we just didn't understand like it being one of the most highest grossing films of all time good. I'm, I'm still there with that. Like I said, I saw it. It's it's a long film. Uh, it's three hours and like fifteen minutes long, uh, but it's good. I mean, it really is a good film. I just don't get. If you ask me why I think people go back and see this time and time again and why people like it becomes one of the highest it's also one of the highest grossing movies of all time I don't yeah. get that I really don't like I said it's really good don't get me wrong but it's gorgeous to look at and I think that's one of the reasons why it is so long because James Cameron just goes out and like starts just like spends time like filming his beautiful scenery but like I said, it's it's a it's a it's fun. It's a new these are the worst recommendations I've ever heard from you. <laughs> yeah, air. 
Ah, it's fine. It's good. No, like I said, they're both. They could have made it on Netflix. The, the, like, well, like I said, it's not that I'm. I don't. I, I'm Wait criticizing water, it. The, the biggest movie ever. Blah. It's it's good. It's like I said, but I I just uh, I probably I, would say the same thing. I just don't way. get the. I just don't get. Yeah. The, like I said, it's really good. It really is. I was I was entertained throughout the course of it, but I'm still every time I'm sitting there watching, I'm like. Is the what is making this the highest grossing film of all time? Because that's the one thing I just cannot wrap my mind around. But it like blows I said, my mind too. I'm with you because, but like I said, it is good. Don't get me wrong. So if you haven't seen it, I would I would recommend you going and watch it. But like I said, I just can't imagine what makes this so. What makes people drive to it in, in droves? So anyway, uh, that's about it. So anything else you got? Appreciate everyone joining us and uh, air and. The way water are out there. If you want to watch them, <laughs> if not, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, let me say, let me work. make sure air. Like I said, I think air was. I think it was great. That was a really yeah. good movie. But I just, I, I'm worried about its future just because it's that type yeah, of I, a movie. So I actually agree with you're saying. I'm just with you. So. But uh, we appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I like those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true. <laughs>